Good now, Shabbos, everybody. We may jump around with this segment simply because there's so much in it that uh, it's impossible to get everything. And it's probably one of the most packed uh, Also, nice stories. It says, you see, when Paris gets off, it says, Paris, I mean, and the bench, when Paris send out the people, the bench doesn't want to take them down for the go back to Mitzvah. Let me ask you something. Didn't they have a Muhammad just now in Christian? So what's the big deal? I get over there to Christian, Christian come out there, but you should shoot them all down and they're dead. And we go right into it. What? What's going to scare us? That all of a sudden, we're not going to see, we're going to go back to Mitzrayim. Kriyas Yamsu is a big Are oh, we didn't see Kriyas Yamsu yet. The things are what? The Mitzrayim are chasing Yefros because the venture wants to get rid of them. And, uh, and obviously, they're going to die. So the question was, they're going to die in the Yamsu, or they're going to die somewhere else. It's irrelevant, but they're going to die. And so therefore... Uh, they're going to see a war. And FOP came, they're not going to get chickens. So what's going to be, so what's going to scare them? So why is, why is it terrifying for such a thing? So I think that is that they'll see a war, meaning the Christian will come out for war, and we won't fight with them. Why? Because Avram Shvu, and he's still alive, so therefore we can't fight with them. So we made it because of that, we're going to go around Eretz Plishtim. Now the Yidden are going to start thinking, the Plishtim, the Mitzrayim, he got rid of. The Plishtim, he didn't get rid of. So why did he get rid of him? This time he can't. So that's the good. So we go for the Laman Al-Smalach and how are we going to win? So therefore, I'll go back to Mitzrayim. I will say this thing takes place anyway. When we went by Edom, when Edom comes out against them and they, go, they have to go around the Eretz Edom, that already is really 40 years later in the Midbar. So all the Nisim of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and everything else, it doesn't, the, the, the fact that we're not going around the Eretz Edom, we believe that the reason why I can't go around Edom is because the Ebenezer was not going to give us their land. So therefore, that wouldn't have brought the Daniel and the Shaila of going back to Mitzrayim. Uh, but here, we're right in the beginning, the first thing, so therefore we go back to Mitzrayim. So it doesn't mean they'll see a war. They won't. They'll see a war, but there won't be a war. Now we're getting into a very good point. Uh, where is Har Sinai? So the uh, normal, the normal uh, wisdom, as they say, we call it, is that Har Sinai is in the Sinai Peninsula. And uh, right, Sinai, Sinai, it makes sense. 
and the Catholic and the Catholics have a Kabbalah that the Saint Catherine's is, is built over there. That this is where Hasidah with the Torah is given to Klal Okay, and they're looking around to see if there's uh, you know, uh, you know uh, what's the question? How uh, uh, so where is this this thing? So they say there's an um, uh, uh, area of uh, 12, 12 mils straight through Machni soil, but there are no mountains in that. Through straight path through, I, I do not know if that's so or not, but that's what they claim. Anyway, after Dubai, all of a sudden, we become buddy buddies with everybody. And the Saudi Arabians are telling us that, you know, where Kriya Siamsa took place, it took place in Saudi Arabia. And that's what's in the heart Sinai is. And by, that, by understanding that, it makes a lot more sense. Because if they would have gone the other way, talked through the Sinai Peninsula, but they went through the water of the Sinai Peninsula, there's really not enough water over there that you'd be able to have all of Kalaya soil. Don't forget, there's about 4 million people walking or riding, whatever they're doing, but 4 million people. 4 million people is a long, long stretch of, land, of, of miles that it takes. And running after them are Mitzrim. And they're all in the Yamsuf at the same time. That means the Yamsuf must be 50 miles at least wide, maybe even more, that you need to be that wide. Right? It's not that wide up here. So if that makes sense that they actually took place in its uh, further down where they, we have the long Mitzrayas Mitzrayim, with a longer Yamsuf, and it goes right into Ritzin. It also would be Metavitz, uh, the the Indian of how come you got the Jews land up in 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 Evayadin. I mean, if they went through... Uh, through the wherever when we're, we're describing it, they should have just skimmed around else pushing them right into Els Canaan. And, uh, and, and 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 all of a sudden we're landing up on the other side of the Yaldin, the Amma and Moyov and coming in through through Yerichai So there's a lot of uh, good points for them and they, they've been doing some research on it right then and I don't know. I do know that Hasid Shalobain went to see this place, but that's about it that I know. Okay. Now, that we said in the, uh, even though the Rabbanishim hardens the heart, doesn't make them be crazy. It's not what he does. They have a reason. They have a mockum to to rely on to think that they're gonna that they can get away with something. It's not that the thing. So sometimes the minister makes him have his temper. So by temper, when they came by the Alba, the Benishim tosses them, I mean Pali tosses them out. So therefore, even though the Benishim hardened his heart. I mean, he invited them back when the when the people said to him, don't you know of the Mitzrayim, right? But again, he had a temper. The Benishim gave him the temper. And Moshe Rabbeinu said something that triggered the temper. All of a sudden, he kicks him out. But there has to be something 
that they can be totally on. They're not, to go connected to some stupidity, we're doing it anyway, even though we're lying, that, uh, that, that's not the mention doesn't do that. Then he wants, if he wants to kill him, no, kill him. He doesn't have enough to play games with him. Over here, the same thing, he's talking about flame, and all, all the Abedizolos are destroyed, and the only one that's standing is Baltzfeind. So they have it, so see, Baltzfeind can stop them. Baltzfeind can stop them, so they're not invincible. They're not invincible, the relationship's not all, all powerful. So therefore, Mimele, I can chase after them. Okay, that, that, that's how that works. Okay, I'm going to skip after the the, 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 the Shira. There's a lot of people, a lot of things about the Shira. And uh, what do we use there? The, the, you know, important to know. Uh, there's a... I don't know. I don't know. It says, so what was this the point that the, the, the uh, notion was seen in this point? And this is a point maybe in relationships and I guess it has nothing to do with, with the thing, but maybe in the respect of a husband and a wife to each other is in this, in this point. In other words, they say that Nehla, the the Rechbay, the, the, the power, the Mitzri, Mitzri, he deserved to die. What was the Susa's fault to die? Why did the Susa have to die? They didn't do anything. They're just an animal. You attach them onto the things and why they die? Elevos, they died because they were attached to something that was attacking Kalayasur. In other words, so they said that we're also attached. We're attached to Bnei Teire, we're attached to our husbands, to our children, and everything else. So when you're giving them, you're giving us too, because that's what we deserve. It's a cute word. Okay. Yeah, okay. They come to Fatamon. In Tilim, uh, it says that they that they asked for me for bread also not the right way. They had no right to ask for bread either. The model seems to say that also meat they asked for was not proper, and and the bread was here proper. Now the Gemara can't think on. On, on uh, Tillum. So Tillum says it was not proper. It's not proper. The question is, why isn't it proper? And you don't see that the Rabbinish Henry based a Taina on them. Maybe the way they did it, maybe the Taina, but not on the fact that they had a request. I think this is shot. You have. Um, people at work they eat breakfast right they're not hungry until lunchtime 
early, a little later, but till lunchtime, they're not hungry. What they do lunchtime, they go get lunch. And Shiva, you go down to the lunchroom. And if you're working, they have it delivered, whatever it is there. What happens if they would tell you today there is no lunch? When will you get hungry? So the odds are that you'll get hungry instead of one o'clock at 11 o'clock. That's the timing. That's till it. Why weren't you at least the main same man? You had enough food in you until last till one o'clock. So why aren't you not complaining until one o'clock? Why are you complaining at 11 o'clock? Right? So that's the timing. So why is it not a timing? Because they're hungry at 11 o'clock. Normally, you're not hungry until one o'clock, but because I know I'm not going to have them, they're hungry at 11 o'clock. And so I really am hungry. But the hunger comes because I didn't trust in HaKadosh Bochel that I'm going to have lunch at one o'clock. But if I had that trust, I wouldn't have gotten them. That's why I think it's Machlechus. Or the, well, how both can say what they say. So the Benisham tells Moshe Rabbeinu what he's going to do. He's going to give them money. He's going to give them food from the heavens, right? And it's going to be on, on, on the sixth day. He's going to give them double. That's what he tells Moshe Rabbeinu. Well, what is Moshe then comes and tells Kalali Soil that at night you're going to get meat. Now we're going to get a slove. And in the morning, we're going to get the money. Okay, you're going to have bread. Okay. 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 So what do they, what do they say? And so, look, so now they, but what does it say? What happened? They, they collected... The collectors were collected a lot and a little. They measured it against the oimel. The guy who picked a lot didn't have more. The guy who picked less didn't have less. Each one picked one email for each member of his family. First of all, this is very strange. Uh, why would I reward someone who didn't do enough work? Right? Why would I reward him? Maybe the, the Malbe, I understand why he doesn't have more. Because the manager is saying, you can't take what the guy don't want to give you. About the one who did less, why should he have enough? He didn't do enough. At the end of the parish, it says that they put away the month for Darius, and Yomi and his generation took it out, and he showed it to them. He said, This is what you ate. And, and why are you not learning? And they said, we can't learn. We have to do work. And because they had to take out the money, said, we don't have to do work. What does it mean? The money's going to fall again? No. 
what he means is all the lessons of Panosa is in the mon. That's why you say Pasha Samon. All those people just said Pasha Samon. Right? Why are you saying it? Oh, it's me Hatzloch. Why is it me Hatzloch? And what's one got to do with your uh, business? Hello, boss. It's a lesson for all time of business. It's Riyad Hashem. The mention the one that does it. He gives us a cheshman how he does it. Okay. He demands of every person to do a shtadlis. But let's understand what a shtadlis means. A person that wants that needs, let's say, $50,000, right? And he's going to work at minimum wage, right? At $15, you can just about make it, right? Uh, I don't know if minimum wage reached $15 yet, but if it did, it did, okay. Let's say I need $60,000 because of inflation, all of a sudden, I don't make it anymore. So, my shtadlus is not sufficient. That's not called shtadlus. I have to get a job that's going to pay me sufficiently to support myself. Okay. Now, there are certain jobs that technically can't support you. And I thought PK, we don't have to ask for stock in anything else. And that's the Banish Shalem who does... Uh, uh, the myth and we we should understand that that the fact that we're able to do what we do the Benishum sometimes fills up our pockets. How he does it, I don't know, but let's understand something. Okay. I noticed from a member of the community that she works as a nurse. And she works in a place with uh, Puerto Ricans, uh, Blacks, uh, I don't think she's working with Italians, but I think Italians too. And they're always complaining, or they, every time often they talk about their, their, their wages and we're not making enough and we need more money and whatever it is there. And they're all making about the same 85,000, maybe 100,000 now, I don't know. Okay, that's pretty good money. Okay. And they're saying, we can't afford ever to eat steak. And how much does steak for steak cost? $3 a pound, $5 a pound, right? They can't afford to ever eat steak. By us, how much are we paying for steak? For steak? It's about 20 up to now, 22, 23. I don't know what it's up to now, right? And we still eat steak. We don't eat it maybe as often as we would like, but we eat it once a week, once a month. We have we eat steak. They send their kids to public school, free tuition. We send our kids to yeshiva. We have to pay tuition. Okay, we pay for kosher food. It's a harder price. We pay for uh, whatever soil stuff and prices higher price. How do we afford it if they claim they can't afford it? So obviously, we must be getting the bench, must be slipping us a couple of bucks in the pocket every time without, without our realizing it. How don't we realize it? Because we don't make a cheshbon every penny that we spend. If we do, we're going to have a big problem. Let's say, for instance, I'll give you a motion line gears. You just bought a car, and they tell you you get 24 miles to the gallon, right? Now, 24 miles, I want to see if I really get 24 miles to the gallon, right? 
So I start timing myself. And the miles I filled up, the miles that I get to, I need my next fill up, and, and so on. And I make my cheshman, and I start saying, oh, it's not 24 miles, I only get 22, the day because you're in traffic, you're having 26, you're on the highway, whatever it is there. But each one has a talent's way of getting what you're getting, right? You want to get 80 miles to a gallon? You don't can't know it. If I give you 80 miles to a gallon, it's a mess. Can't, I don't make Nisim. You don't pray for Nisim. But if you don't know how many miles you drove until the next fill, just fill up and keep driving until you need to fill up again, you'll find that you'll be covering a lot more land. How will I know that ever? If you don't trust me, however, no. But you start thinking, when was the last time I filled up? Was it last week? Two weeks ago? Isn't that interesting? I didn't know I got two weeks worth of years on one track. That's how you know the gods with you. Okay. That's the first of all, that's the union of Asumech. Now, the union of the status. I got to do status. I got to do proper status. Okay. I want to claim, well, first of all, I have a kashi. Why do we have to be a moidu with a noima? Why don't the, and the good enterprising Jew, and I'm sure there was many of them, would make it say, you know, how many people in your family? I have 10 people in my family. Okay. I'm giving you, give you a, a, a basket that takes 10 noima. 10 you fill it up and you got enough food for your family. Okay. Everybody else. But uh, that didn't happen. And not only didn't it happen, if we collected in a in a in a uh, non not knowing uh, basket, we had to measure it to know how much we got, right? And the one who put in a little uh, didn't have less, didn't have more. So I want to claim two types of people in the world. There's a type of person I didn't do yet enough. It's not enough yet. It's not enough yet. So he keeps putting in more and more and more. But his kavana is only to put in a name for every boy. If that's the case, that's exactly what you're going to get. On the other hand, there's some guys, I got plenty already. I think in that case, you want to measure? We measure it in, and he's got the aimer too, because he did his shtadlus. So shtadlus is what you imagine it to be, not stamazay. I work no end, whatever. There's whatever I want to put into it. That's what's going to be shtadlus. But I believe that can bring in the panos I need. Now, I'll give you a marshal how it would work in real life. Uh, any business that you want to go into, as I, I was told. You can go online and find out what the expectancy of the Parnassus is and how many hours you have to do and what you have to do. So I'm going to a motion with a salesman, for instance. A salesman uh, has to make 10 cold calls. Hopefully he gets one or two of them. And he has to have 20 repeat orders. Right? And then you make a Parnassus. And this has gone on for a guy for 10 years. So he sees it works, right? All of a sudden, one day, it's not working. 
I made all my calls, made all my things, and nobody needs anything. I don't have anything. So I have two choices now. I can say, okay, I have to put in another few hours because I didn't get anything. If you do that, you're going to up the need for what the for status that it takes to make the panos that you need. I would not do that. I would tell you that the Benish, the Benish level, I did enough status. You see, it worked 10 years. So I did enough status. I can't, it's not working today. So I see you don't want to give me. Whatever reason, you don't want to give me. So I'm going to the Vesmetosh. I'll learn, and tomorrow you'll give me. And that's, and that's what I do. That's what the Shabbos means. I don't put in more than, than what I have to put in. But I have to put in a Shabbos that makes sense, not just a Shabbos, I, I, a bigger hole. In the, now, this doesn't mean, as far as prayer goes, a different kind of a venue. We'll bring it into now for the at the end of the, the said that they ask for water. Right? What do you ask you for water for? Because we have not what to drink, right? Okay. So it's a very important thing. You can't say there's anything like the food. <coughs> Did I have water? So what's your word? So what's the time on call yourself? Why is it called uh, Russian? Um, they argued with God and they tested him. God is with us now. Would he see any tests? And this is so right. We have in Pasha's. Um, Second, I think it says Khan in the end. Don't test God like you tested him in Masa. Right? What did I test him in Masa? Yes, for water. The test was I wanted water. I didn't ask to be hydrated. I asked for water. <coughs> I want to see if God can give me water in the desert. I wasn't interested. That was the test that they made. That's a tiny. What should they have asked for? They should have asked for the Banish Laylum. We need hydration. We can't live without hydration and we're going to die if we don't have it. So I guess. I don't need water. I won't have. I wouldn't have asked for water. I wouldn't have needed water. And possibly, if you wouldn't have asked for food, you may not have needed food. But we said once knew that there was no food, you got hungry. So therefore, unfortunately, you asked for food. But you see, when it came to being tired or wearing clothes, the clothes always were the same good clothes, and they grew on you as you grew. And there's the one side when the baby was born, they put him on a onesie. And then he, when he's 90 years old, he still has the same suit. Well, it can't be the same guy. Okay, but the 40 years in the midbar. When he was 38, he had this new fashionable suit, which fit exactly with the latest style that there was. 
How did that happen? Because every day you don't know that you need a suit. As long as it's clean, you're fine. As long as it fits, you're fine. So therefore, when it, you don't notice the little changes the Rebbeinah is making for you as you keep growing, so therefore every day I have the same suit. I, have, I don't need any different suit. So therefore, same thing goes, when you start walking, right? How far can you walk? I don't know, until I get tired. If I don't get tired, I keep walking. So I kept walking and walking and walking. I never get tired. The same thing would have been, I wouldn't have been hungry. I wouldn't have been thirsty. But you wanted water, so therefore you, you tested me. So what Shishiris Atzal said, this is very important to Gabi Panosa. The guy needs a job. He's going for an interview. What should he be misspelled for? So you can be misspelled, misspelled, mention, please give me this job. I need it so bad. I'm going to the interview. Make me make a hundred, make, 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 make want to hire me right after I make the interview. Okay, that's one way of doing it. And the Shiva said, that's wrong. What your tefillah should be is, I happen to be going on an interview and I don't want to look like a fool. So make me do, maybe do, make me do very well on the interview. But I'm not asking you for the panosa because of the interview. And therefore it's possible that you get a different panosa. Leaving the interview, a guy will say, oh, what were you there for? Oh, I was taking an interview by this guy for this business. Oh, I have the same business. Why do you want to work for me? And you'll have a business. In other words, I don't test to banish him which panosa I want. I ask him for the panosa. Now, what happens if it's not panosa that I want? It was it's a, a career that I want. In other words, I want to be a doctor. I want to this thing. Then obviously, you're praying to be a doctor. Uh, you're not because you know, it's not panosa that you're interested in. You're interested in, in being a doctor. Now, which doctor should you be? Should I pray for that too? Or maybe if I kept the simplest one is the best one. There is such a thing. Okay. Okay, so that's the end of, of uh, Ishtadus. Um, I'll give you uh, another muscle where you can see it clearly, but just the opposite in a way. Faranadin, that Trume has to be given 2%, 150 has to be given. Right, for Trume. But you do it with a moidate. You, you, you estimate, you don't, you, don't, uh, you don't measure it. Why? Because by Trume, it's really when you need any any one one drop of tumors even practice the whole business. So why am I giving more? Because Rabbanan made a dinner on me that I have to give two percent. So therefore they give it the way the Torah says. I don't do it. I do it by estimation. My son, on the other hand, I have to measure. Okay, so I'm doing it by estimation. Um, it says there that guy with an iron law gives one in sixty. Guy with nine toiv gives one in forty. What does that mean? He, he, I want to give one in forty. You want to give one in sixty, and it all fits into the two percent. Chazal said two percent didn't say less than two percent. Didn't say more than two percent. So what does it mean? Our is, I'm only. I'm, I'm, it's an estimation. 
When a guy has a bad eye, so he looks at it and he says, I gave him plenty already. And that's plenty. So it'll be one in 60. He's looking for 2%. But it'll end up really giving less than 2%. Mm-hmm. The guy with a good eye would be giving more than 2%. Now, because that's not enough yet. In this particular case, it would be just the opposite. The guy with the bad eye means I got plenty already. He's got enough. He's the one that doesn't have to do more, much more work. And the one that said it's not, it has to work. This thing applies in any job that you do, any place that you do, whatever it is that can be open. I remember uh, as a kid, no, no, I'm married already. It was a store, grocery store that opened five o'clock in the morning and closed 11 o'clock at night. Two people. So it was hard work. And he asked them why they open so early and why they closing so late. And for me, it was very nice because whatever minute I went to, I could pick up whatever I want to fresh your stuff. But I asked them, like, it's very hard. He said, but maybe I'm a customer. Okay. They knocked down that building and they bought a different building. That's business, a commercial um, bakery. Um, and again, they are, and all of a sudden, they open up um, after the, it's about seven o'clock, maybe even later, and they only open till about eight o'clock at night. So I asked them, how come? So I saw we can make a panel, so what happened? And then the people are just talking to us, actually. They need something, they'll come when we're open. Right? And that's not as the truth. You can you see that? So you came and I remember Benny. There used to be a, a guy when I this when I was a little kid, used to have a stand. I don't know if any of you remember what a stand was, but what they used to do is sell uh soda from the, from the what do you call it from the fountain, and they sold candies and newspapers, cigarettes also. And, and, and the newspapers. That was at Panos. And it was freezing. There's no uh, summer, it was boiling and fields, and it was freezing. But that's what the Panos was. And they were open late, and Michal Shabbos and everything else. One uh, year, uh, one, one week, I guess it is there, um, the Sunday has, has all the jokes used to be in the Sunday paper. I think it was that time was a nickel. And yeah, a lot of, a lot of newspaper. And uh, I went out to buy a newspaper. I'm going to read the jokes, right? I come down and Benny's closed. So I've been disappointed. But the next morning, I asked Benny, what happened to you? He said, what happened was I got sick. And I made a net of it. If I get well, I'm going to become a Shemesh Shabbos. So I became a Shemesh Shabbos. And I saw that my panosa didn't get less by, by me and Shabbos. And then I said, if it doesn't get less by Shemesh Shabbos, maybe I can take a day off on a Sunday so also. And that also I did. And I also didn't get less. So I did enough for Shabbos in the five days or the six days or something like that. It's enough for Shabbos. You're open all day, you're going to have the panosa. You have to be up that, that, that day. That's a question. Who adjusts to who and what it is? What's called the standard? What's not the standard? Okay, that's the union of what Ishtadlis is. But you want, but you do the proper Ishtadlis to get a sufficient amount of money. 
Anyway, they did this every single day. They started on a Sunday, Mashma. And all of a sudden, it came Friday. And the people came to him, the Nassim came and said, everybody pick Tuwaymo. Well, so what shall we pick Tuwaymo? Didn't I tell you that? No, no, no. We don't find that he told it to Klai God told it to him, but he left it out. He didn't tell it to Klai Why didn't he tell it to Klai He wanted this to happen. He wanted them, because I tell you, you know, by the way, comes Friday, pick only one, but Shabbos you're not going to have, so you're going to bet that one is going to be two. And you believe that? Or when you go out, you're going to try and pick two because you don't really believe it. So Moshe Rabbeinu didn't tell him that I'm going to, that it's going to be less. You're not going to have on Shabbos. So when they came and they measured on the thing, all of a sudden we got double. Now we have a big cash. Why do we have double? Who I should be by Hashem. That's what God said. That will be what he You see one great thing from this. We all know that it's how Shabbos, we don't, we, we don't, uh, say Shabbos is not counted. Normal ones, whatever, whatever is encountered, whatever it means in that. Not only isn't it counted, meaning that if I work for it, I'll get it. That's for Tamatele. Tamatele, I'm going to have to work for it. But if I work for it, I'll get it. Shabbos, I don't have to work for it. Because the month, Itself, he told me one oimel, and one oimel became two oimel. And that second oimel was for Shabbos. So whenever I make for Shabbos, it's included in my in my normal thing. You have to make, you can make a cheshbon of monies that you make over the year that you did not do any work for. Whether the stock, uh, stock market thing went up, Real estate took a big buy, a jump. It does make a difference what it is. This is money that you didn't work for. And in, in a regular day, it's a tip a guy gave you. Or in the case of a salesman, which we were talking about before, uh, a guy normally gives me, we said, repeat orders, 10 repeat orders, 20 repeat orders at the moment I said. But all of a sudden, the guy, instead of a repeat order, which you know was five dozen, he said, I need 100 dozen. That hundred dozen is Shabbos, not my luck. But as far as your work goes, all you do is pick up the phone and say, uh, oh, give a little hundred dozen to this guy instead of two dozen. That's all I did. Same phone call, same thing that normally did. Didn't cost me a bit of effort more than I did before. That Shabbos. When it costs me more effort, then we have to think about what it's for. But when Shabbos comes without effort, so you have to figure out which monies I make during the year that I don't have an effort for that Shabbos. Okay. Okay. Now we come in, we had a fight with Amalek. Amalek comes. And they destroy Amalek. But it's a funny way how they destroy Amalek. That what does it mean? It means they, they chopped off the heads of the big of the strong ones, but the weak ones they let live. Why would I do that? 
If I let Amalek alive, they're going to have ten children or be strong ones. They're going to have a Haman. They're going to have other things they're going to have in the time. Why am I leaving them alive? Because it's important for us to know what's bad in this world, what's evil. If Amalek does it, you know it's wrong. That's the simplest way. No other tale. I don't have to give you any other reasonings. This goes for all the things that seemingly right, but uh, if it was done by the Shoyim, you have to say, if they did it, it's wrong. I have to figure out why it's wrong. I may not know why it's wrong unless I examine it well. Like, for instance, Shoyim, uh, which probably their, their head was the fact that they believe that we have to have, everyone has to be equal. And so in height, if you're too tall, we chop off your legs. You're too short, we sweat you. Right? You're too rich, we take away your money from you. Whatever it is there. You know, everything has to be, uh, and everyone has a right to do what he wants. He wants nurses, nurses. You want, uh, uh, what do you call it? Mishkabzachas, Mishkabzachas. Doesn't make a difference. Whatever, whatever it is, we don't tell anybody what to do. We don't tell anybody what to think. So if we have a society like that, we know it's wrong. It's evil. Uh, that maybe it gives us a way of living. I'm not uh, denying that. If, if they tell you you can't mishrain into the enemy's business, it means you won't mishrain into the Jew either. Why? Why are you Jews? They want to be Jews. Let them be Jews. Who cares? Right? That's fine if that's what they would do. Unfortunately, as we know in the world, that if I don't believe that, I, that this is what I believe in, whether it's communism, socialism, you destroy the other guys. Not to say you can do what you want. We'll do what we want. We all be right. No, no. We're going to make sure you don't exist. That already is the problem. That's the thing. Really. So it's not going to get any better by now. Okay. Now we get. So it's Vayachlis Yeshua Samuel. Then we have here, this is not the Pasha Zohar that we normally lane, but there are Mephoshim that happen to say that if you did not hear Pasha Zohar during the year, if you heard the Kriya of Purim on Purim, you were Yetzir Pasha Zohar. And Laniyas Daiti, I don't think it's right. That doesn't mean there's no one that says it. I'm saying there's people that say it, but I don't think it's right. And I'll explain to you why. Over here it says, I am Hashem Moshe. Want you to write this by Sefer B'Simvad Neshua. Kimoche Emche Zechamolik. I will destroy Amolik. Right? Vayive Moshe, Amesbeach Vekishma Hashem Nisi. Vayeme Akiyod Al Kesko. Muchoma Lashem Amolik Medodo. God will fight Amolik every single generation. That's nothing. Doesn't say anything about Jews. Could be. That if the Benjamin will tell us, I want you guys to go out like you told Shola Melech, you go out and kill Amalek, and then the Chib becomes honest to kill Amalek. But until he does that, there's no Chib honest to kill Amalek. Benjamin is taking care of him. Now let's see if that's the case. So then let's see what it says in Pashat Bishaytse. Remember what he did to you, right? When God will save you 
from all your enemies from around you, right? Then, uh, what do you call I want you to be Timcha Zecham, my So, going back many, many years ago when I was in Tells, it was Pilgrim, and I guess I must have drank something, I don't know. I don't usually do, but possibly I did. Otherwise, I wouldn't have had the guts to go over to a belly mayor, but I did. I went over to him and I asked him a question. I said, if we were Mekayim the mitzvah, Mechia Samalik, then we only have 612 mitzvahs in the day. We were made a mitzvah in the day. It doesn't make sense. So if it was 613, it's 613, not 612. So he answered me, it's not talking about the physical goof uh, of Amalek, it's talking about the ideas of Amalek that were sold in the world. That's what you have to get rid of, the ideas of Thinking about what he told me, now I had a different understanding of what it says over here. Besides what I told what it says in Mishalach, and the day what it says here, he says, um, remember what Amalek did to you. When should you remember? When should we do this? When Hashem was the God gives you minutia from all your enemies from around you. And I assume in that enemy that's around me, Amalek is also considered one of them, right? That means Amalek is dead. It doesn't exist anymore. So what is it that I have to destroy? I have to destroy the Zecher Amalek. What we talk about, oh, Amalek had this thing that we have, let's go to the museum and see what they had and how they serve their gods and how they do this and how they do that. And the ideas and their philosophies and this, this. And no, no, they're dead. Get rid of them. They're gone. No more. No, it's the Greeks. The same thing in the week to, to, to when they, yeah, the end of the Now we have <coughs> Greek mythology. Uh, you know, Baruch Hashem, there's no real danger in them, I think, simply because we we call mythology. It's a bunch of Baba Mises and the cute Baba Mises. So we, you know, it's a nice story. But what was the, what's the avla? You know, uh, they, they, we, we believe in one God. They believe in a hundred gods, a thousand gods. Each one has a Yisrael. We, we unified all these Yisraelis into one. No, they didn't have a Yisrael. They had guys who wanted Znus, they had Aphrodite for their God. The guy wants to be a god if he had Loki for his, for his God. The guy wanted to be a, war, a murderer, he had, had Mars or Aris for his God. So there was different things where they had these gods. And with everybody, whatever they did, it doesn't make a difference. They have a God that's behind them that justifies them. And therefore, that's, that's terrible. We can't have such a justification. So we don't want them. We don't want that such philosophy in the world. So we got rid of it in the sense that we call it mythology. Once it'll get back, if it ever gets back to the end of of religion and stuff like that, then then it's going to be a bit of a mice because then it's a terrible thing. And there's a, in order not to make sure that it never comes back, we get rid of it. And this is something what it does to us. We get poisoned by these ideas. We have in any any type of the ideas we spoke about before the uh, equality and everything else. We all agree that it, people should be equal. First of all, because of ourselves, and we know how many souls we have. So of course we we are we 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 are we want for everybody to have everything, but it has to be fair, it has to be right. 
And people who have they have more responsibilities in this world. It's not a free ride. It's not like they you a person that you can be, have and become very rich for yourself. No, I made you rich so you can support many things because you have good ideas. You'll give out stuff to other people. That's the thing that we want. That's what the, 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 these guys who have all the billions of dollars that they have, what's, what's the purpose of it? It's in the bank, then it can't have any bit of annoyance more than, than a guy with, with only $1 billion. I'm, I guarantee it, probably not even more than $100 million. So what's the point of uh, $200 billion or $300 billion? And we have people that have it. And I remember the Rosh Hashivas itself used to say that he, in a way, was richer than Rockefeller. Rockefeller was the rich guy in my time. Rothschild was Europe. And then um, these guys didn't exist yet. But why? Because I need every penny that I have. So when I work, I, I get the benefit out of every minute that I work because I have the money I need. On the other hand, Rockefeller has all the money he needs. So what's he working for? He's working for nothing. My machine is no value at all than what he's working for. And therefore, that's the uh, point. Um, see anything more? Now go back a little bit. It's just the thinking about people who are Hakeshim in the Tatav of HaKadosh Bohu. What did they do? They collected money. They, they didn't, they didn't uh, eat up all the money. They saved half of it for the next day because they didn't know if it was going to fall again tomorrow or not. Right? They, uh, so they're right. So uh, we have to spoil uh, on. We have to. Uh, Diet, whatever you call it, you have to manage. It's very true, but you know what happened? On the day that they ate, they got the amen. They weren't full because they left off a half. And the next day, they didn't need it. So they didn't get anything out of it. That was completely right. So they lost by the fact they didn't trust Nakodesh Bochum. Everyone that trusts Nakodesh Bochum, they got today and they got tomorrow. He got today, he got tomorrow too, that's true. But he didn't get that extra that he thought he was going to get. And he didn't have it, and he got right. And he didn't eat enough for him to be yet He said he gave up for himself that. Definitely he lost. Mara says, and the Medus says with him, that this, that they, that they fought by Amalek, and that Thurim uh, and Aram, and one thing you see from here, that number three man in Kalah is Chur. When he goes up to Mount Sinai, he tells them, I'm leaving you Aaron and Chur. Anybody has any problems, go to them. How old is Chur? 
Who is Caliph's son? Right? He's 25. I don't know if he's that much. Don't forget he has a grandson, Metalil, who's 13. So how old is he? And Caliph is 38. Uh, 37, 38, 38, 38. So he's a great grandson. So how old is he? Aaron is how old? 83, right? And he's what? 20, whatever he is, right? And and he and he's number three man in Christ. He's Miriam's son, Abulamaisa, fantastic cases that he had for which should they kill him? And uh, the sun stood still. In other words, they had Aboya Shemesh means not just till sunset. It means that until the victory was complete, whatever they were trying to accomplish, they accomplished. And that was to wipe out uh, all the strong people of Amor. Now here, the Rabbanishim told them to hit the rock to give you water, right? And why? Because that's a mushroom. When I'm going to be you the first time, you have to have a, a, a rod in the hand. They need to understand this punishment if you don't do the job. Okay. The second time, though, that's not necessary because I learned my lesson and I'm only serving God because I want to serve God. Then I talk to you. And that was the Kiddush Hashem that the Rabbanish wanted Moshe to make when he wanted him to talk to the Rock. We'll talk about that again in, in Bamidbo. It's not the to hear, but the idea is to understand that, uh, that there's an Indian of uh, why you hit. There's a Moshe to hit him. And, and the water worked in such a way that everyone who needed water just put a stick and it and drew where the water should go and the water followed him to wherever he needed it. Was uh, many multiple, multiple nisim that took place with this water, the Be'er Shemiriam, and it's uh, still around. It wasn't supposed to be in the base of Mikdash, whatever it is there. Thank you. And yeah, it says that he came to Elim, and Elim they had seventy. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, and they had twelve uh, wells. That's a teaching, you know. In life, things happen. We always say, "Oh, the Benishans they give up. What can you do?" Something like that. And we're always talking about something not so good. In other words, uh, or we didn't see with the good originally, we thought it was bad. And then the same, you see the bench flip the Gaveg. And then sometimes you see that what, what, what happens is the right thing. It was there right from the beginning. It came to Elim. Elim makes sense. There are 70 tomorrow, which is Sanhedrin, 12 minus uh, of, of water. Each haven has its own water well. Everything else in the melee is a tremendous uh, 
Hakora recognition that the Benishalem is running the world. And I think for that reason that Nemerson, that the uh, that has this posik to tell you this thing. What, what's the point? point what do I get? Didn't tell me at the other places they stopped what they had over there. Came when they had problems, didn't tell me when they had good stuff. Um, so obviously, it's important that this is an important lesson for us to know that look into what things happen to you. You know that not all of it is bad. It may be good there. And you have to see it. Just sometimes you think it's bad. That's why you don't look hard enough. Same thing over here in Ailan. You came to Ailan, and what's a big deal? No, you see that set up special for us. It's the world, everything is special for us. We got the house we wanted, special for us. We got the thing we wanted, special for us. Anyway, have a good Shabbos, everybody. We're getting closer and closer to Purim and to the Gulas. Amen.